That exact sound. Yeah. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark 4, powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. All suits are online. Welcome to House Party Protocol. Power up suits and welcome in to another episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will, and with me today is the enigmatic, and I think I'm using that word right, but you know, it's like dictionary of the day, word of the day thing, but the one and only Merzane. What's happening, my guy? Ah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm now Googling the word to make sure you didn't just insult me. I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I think it means mysterious. It like, does. Yes. Difficult to interpret or understand. There you go. Mysterious. See? I'll take mysterious. There you go. See, I did it right. Look at that. See, word of the day did not let me down this time. So, with Merzane, what's happening? Glad to have you back, bud. It's been it's been a second. What's been happening? Yeah. Uh, just been relaxed and all cool. Uh, I don't shoot b-ball outside of school, unfortunately, but I've been uh, looking at Sentinels really hard. Uh, relaxing after my TTS cuts loss. Ah, uh, Just yes. uh, kind of hanging out, kind of hanging out, listening to stuff, watching stuff, getting ready for more games. My my local scene is growing. A bunch of friends are jumping in. Uh, more interest. So been kind of focusing on that. Well, that's good then. Like, I mean, always nice to grow the scene. Like, we've got a slow grow league here going in Memphis right now, and it's it's pretty big too. And I'm really glad to see like a lot of the more local scene grow. I've talked to a lot of people out there in the interwebs, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, you know my local this, my local that." Trying to get out to a local here, trying to get out to a local there, and I'm like, "That is awesome." And and it's one of the things that like MCP, I feel like really had a, a stunted growth, if you will, because of when it came out and everything. But, yeah. like, it's really nice to see some of these new releases getting people excited and Sentinels of what we're going to talk about today, all this different stuff. So it's nice to see these kind of things popping off, you know? Yeah. And I, I actually have your um, Slow Girl League's rules packet because uh, at some point in the near future, I want to morph that into something for my locals. Um a little bit less like of a tournament structure, more like fly casual kind of thing. Yeah. Not yeah. to say that y'all's doesn't fly casual, but like just trying to morph it into something uh, a little bit more Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, no. With some surprises. I'll tell you about the surprises. I'm not going to talk about them here in case my boys listen. There you go. I love it. So if you're interested in that packet, send me a message. I know someone had sent me a message previously asking for that rules packet. And I apologize that. I didn't have it at that time, and I got so many other messages from the giveaway stuff that if you did send a message wanting that packet, just hit me up again. I have it now, so you can just just hit me up, and I will send you a link over there to the Google form or whatever, the Google Doc with it on there and everything. So, again, I apologize for that, but if you are interested in our Slow Grow League packet, just hit me up, or I can make a Facebook post, but I'll have to ask the organizer if I can do that, but either way. It is, it's good, and I'm about to do my round two matchup this weekend against 
the number one murderer of our little local scene. And he's a good player. He, he is a, a very good player, but I'm pretty sure he loads his dice. <laughs> you know? Everyone's uh, got one of those people, right? Like yeah. every, every meta has the guy that can't stop rolling what he needs. Exactly, exactly. We played each other just for fun, kind of goofing off a couple weeks ago. And he was trying out something new with a with physical attacking into my convocation on Ironbound Books turn situation. And he was like, why can't I just kill Strange? I'm like, well, you know, Ironbound Books. And he's like, I don't get it. And, and you know, he's just, was. it was funny because he was rolling hot attack dice. My defense dice were extremely hot. And it was one of those like, you know, I should, you know, he, he couldn't fathom what was happening in, in a fun way. Like he wasn't getting tilted or anything. And I'm over here like, this usually doesn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> My guys usually don't live. Yeah. They usually just keel over, man. I don't know what's happening, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun match. So he's playing black order and I'm excited to play this because for the slow grow league, I, we get to add one box to a, it starts out as a three box format. Every week you add a box. Basically, uh, next week we'll get to add two box. Guess what's coming in? What? Giant freaking robots. That's what. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. We, uh, so we add our, our box. So I texted Nate. I was like, Nate, what should I add? Because I'm just, should I, should I add something that helps my convocation right now? Or should I add something that helps my future Sentinels implement or whatever? And he goes, Space Maw. <laughs> And I was like, cool, you're choosing violence. I love it. And uh, so I added Space Maw in, so I'm going to try to take Space Maw against my guy Stamps today. Or not today, this week. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, well, have fun, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for you. So I, it's so funny how many peoples are, like, dropping everything for Sentinels. Did I just say peoples? You did say peoples. Persons. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Well. how many peoples are dropping everything to play Sentinels because they're just such cool models? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm really curious to see what their like adoption rate's going to be, especially going forward, right? Like everything, new hotness is new hotness, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see like after the new hotness and and like the shiny sheen wears off of the metal, are they still going to be popular and like seen everywhere? Like I think every event you go to will have at least one person playing them because they look awesome. One thing that's interesting about them is they've made me excited to try Midnight Suns again because they look like they might be cool in Midnight Suns. So like, I like how they're one, like this really cool shiny new affiliation, but like a lot of people are discovering they're cool everywhere else too. Like Convocation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm definitely dual affiliating Sentinels. It's, it, I'm calling it Sense Vocation but I got to come up with a better name. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody out there. Metal magic. Metal magic. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be good. We'll, we'll, we'll think on this. Someone out there in the community, hit me up and let me know what you think my Sentinels Convocation dual affiliation list should be named. Speaking of mutant hunting awesomeness, our main topic today is going to be about a recently revealed character. It's the one and only The Blob. It, w- it feels weird to say it that way. The one and only The Blob. Like, should I say the one and only Blob? Um, But he's The Blob. I guess. He is The Blob. He's The Blob. Right. Okay, we're sticking with The Blob. So, 
as always, when discussing the blob, the first thing we're going to do is talk about this model. And I'm not sure if they have it up on the gallery, but they do have a picture of the model on the panel to play. And I, I love it. Like, this, it's a very simple model, but like, it's the character. It is the blob, you know, lock it in, the character. And, and I love it. Like, it looks just like he does in the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm not, that makes me uncomfortable is that he has literally no chin. It's just a mouth and then the rest of his body. <laughs> I could not imagine that staring me down in a fight. No, no, no. Yeah, that would be horrifying. And yeah, no, he uh, he looks awesome, though. And it, it's one of those things where it's probably one of the more simple model designs. But like, this is just a subtle thing. But look at the front leg, like his his leg that's stepping on the tactical rock there. And, like, if that's not just painted in and, like, that's actual model definition that they've put into that leg, like, I think that's really cool. Oh, it, it most definitely is. Yeah, all the, all, like, the tones on his muscles look really good because they look like, he looks strong, but he also looks like the blob. Like, exactly. they did a good job of, of making it seem like, yeah, he's really tough, but if you poke him, it's going to be really soft exactly. and blobby. <laughs> I also like the tactical rock. He's stepping into it. Oh like, yeah. It's not a, he, he's like making a footprint because of he, he's so big. Cause he's so big. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it's well done, well designed and uh, yeah, nothing else to say about that. So moving on, we have the blob here, Fred Dukes. He has a top left stat line of four physical defense two energy defense, two mystic defense. He has six stamina, three threat. He is size three, makes sense, and he moves short. So, uh, yeah, I like that top stat line, and it is worth noting here that he is pretty much on a 50-millimeter base. It looks that way. Like, we don't have official, official confirmation, but when you look at him next to Pyro that they showed, he is clearly on a bigger base, so I'm going to go with 50 because it doesn't look like he's a 65. No, he's he's definitely on a he's definitely on a 50. That is a really interesting top stat line. There is it not, Merzane? Yeah, like I like the fact that he is a three threat with obvious weaknesses and an obvious strength. Yes, and uh, like a big old tank. Not yeah. super, not super fast, but I think we'll see uh, coming up with his powers and such, why like some of the decisions in this, this stat line were made. Yeah. I'm very interested to see as we go through this, what the thoughts are around some of this stuff, because definitely some major weaknesses and that move short, like he's moving the speed of venom and we'll see if he has the same kind of tools that venom has to kind of get into the fight a little bit, but do you want to go over his attacks? Yeah, sure. So his first attack is your standard strike. It is a range two, five die physical, no cost. After the attack's resolved, you're going to gain power equal to the damage deal. But he's also got a wild push. After the attack's resolved, if the character is size three or less, he's going to be able to push that character away short. And it's a May uh, push, which I really like. May push, yeah. Uh, trust me, playing a lot of Iron Man, it's very frustrating when like you don't want the push, but you get a wild and you got to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, his second attack is 
thunderous splash, which I just I don't like the th- the sound of it. Oh, uh, I I I am imagining the sound of that when I think of like the character and what the blob is. Like, yeah, just just that would like you know like you know I don't Exa- even know. yeah that exact sound yeah. Uh, it is a physical range three, strength seven, cost three attack. So this will be his spender. Uh, before damage is dealt, you place this character within range one of the target character. And then on a wild, you get explosive force. After this attack is resolved, other characters within range two of this character are pushed away from this character short. Characters push suffer one damage. That is a very interesting spender, I think. And yeah, what when I look at these attacks, like these are the only attacks he has, so there's no other attacks here. I, I look at that spender almost as like an extension of his movement. Oh yeah, it's kind of like crossbones as spender in a way. It's like a weird amalgamation of crossbones as spender and uh, Black Panther spender because I think Black Panther is the only other person with explosive force. Yeah, I think you're right, and. Seeing explosive force on a character like this, I mean, it just makes a ton of sense. And I love that, like, this character to me feels very focused when we look at just his attacks and his health pool, right? And 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 his his main stat line in that he's not going to be everywhere. Like, he's not like a Valkyrie pre-nerf kind of thing where just slot it and forget it kind of thing, right? But, like... On certain scenarios, when you can expect to have like a grouped up situation, I think that you're going to see a lot of thunderous splashings, a lot of blah, 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 out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's very obvious that he's here for one job, and that's to tank a bunch of physical hits. Yeah. For a three cost. And it's um, important to note on thunderous splash here. So after the attack is resolved, other characters within range two of this character. So that's within range two of Blob. So whatever he character he just hit with this attack also gets that extra one damage. Yep. So that is, that is important to note because it's one of those things where you might think, like, I could see a situation where a newer player might not understand that the character that just got attacked also ends up getting affected by explosive force because it's not the character that was attacked. Explosive force is measured off of Blob himself, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, and it's a lot of real estate because he's a uh, 50 millimeter base. Uh, oh, the yeah. other important thing to note is it will also push friendly characters and damage friendly characters. So you kind of have to be careful with where you're splashing. This is true. Yeah, see other characters. Exactly. And see, I even glossed over that. Look at that. So I like these attacks. I think they're they're fairly standard, if you will, especially the strike. But like, there's nothing to scoff at. And having the wild push is really great. So superpowers now. He has an active superpower called Catch Little Man. And it's going to cost you three power. Choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within range two and throw it medium. This superpower can be used only once per turn. So size three terrain throw and it's medium though. I really like that. Given that little bit of extra range. Yeah, medium is going to make a lot more diff, like a huge difference, especially on his big base. We've already talked about. Uh, he's kind of slow. If it was a short, it's just, his range of influence is even smaller. But this gives him like that little bit of oomph 
uh, I think it's going to help him like be his, it's sort of like his ranged attack, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's kind of like a little bit of a ranged attack. And when we look at his power generation, he's probably not going to be gaining a ton of power. So I think you're going to have to actively choose whether to thunderous splash or catch little man at times. But I think that the game situation is going to determine which one should be used. But I think as the game goes on, he should have a pretty decent amount of power. Yeah, especially if he's sitting in his primary affiliation of Brotherhood. Like, he typically gain a lot of power, and this also just contributes more into that power generation from that affiliation. Exactly. So, so yeah, I, I think that, like, you're right. You're going to have situations where you're going to think, do I want to go in with the Thunderous Splash? Or do I kind of want to sit where I'm at and just, like, chuck something at this guy mm-hmm. and uh, make him come to me instead? Exactly. And I, I think that that is a, a indicative of a well-designed character that making you have to make those tough choices. So, oh, yeah. He, he's not a completely one-note character. He's got options, and those options help feed into his gameplay loop. Exactly. He has another reactive superpower now. It's called, ha, 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 that tickles. I don't know why I'm doing the accent. And the reason why, well, I do know why. Because I remember the cartoon. From the 90s, like the dude that voiced Blob in that had like a little bit of an accent that was like, like he was clearly American, but he also was like, there was something different and off about his accent that was like, perfect. And I cannot look (laughs) at this character without hearing the 90s cartoon. So, ha ha ha, that tickles. For one power, it's reactive. So there's going to be a trigger in here and we'll talk about what that is and it'll tell us how to use it here. So. If this character would suffer damage from an attack, it's very important wording there. So whenever Mm -hmm. he would be damaged from an attack, it may use this superpower. Reduce the amount of damage suffered by one to a minimum of one. After the attack is resolved, if the attacking character is within range three of this character... This character may push the attacking character away short. Holy crap, I love this superpower. Yeah, this uh it's pseudo inured to pain style, nice punch like juggernaut, but not quite because it's to a minimum of one, right? So it's kind of like invulnerability kind of stuff. Yeah. With the upside that you get to push any size character away short. As long as they're in punching distance of you. Exactly. I I love that. And what's really cool is it really helps with like follow-up attacks and stuff. And it can really like mess up someone's positioning for objectives and stuff like that. So I really love that. And I think this is your way to kind of mitigate his lower energy and mystic defenses is keeping him at that fringe ranges that people can interact with him and stuff. And Another thing I think is interesting, and let me ask you this, Merzane. It says, if this character would suffer damage from an attack, it may use this superpower. So if he, even if he's only going to suffer one damage and it can only be reduced by one to a minimum of one, he can still use this superpower, correct? I believe so. I was actually just thinking that uh, it's an interesting choice that you have to decide to take the one damage and gain a power or effectively spend that power to get the push. Yeah. I think that that's an interesting thing, and I think that obviously there's a lot of situations that are going to come up in a game that would determine 
whether or not that would be valuable. But as it's worded, it looks to me like you can do that. It's if you would suffer damage, then you can do it. And also, the the wording on this is also important in that it's you have to already have a power, I believe, because the way this is said is if this character would suffer damage from an attack, it may use the superpower. It's not after the attack is resolved, he can use the superpower. Am I reading yeah, that right? Yeah, you would, you would have to have the power because by the time you would gain the power when you take the damage, then it's too late to use the power. Right, and there is an after the attack resolved clause in this superpower, but that's for the push. Yeah, the the power is activated before you take damage, but finishes resolving it has an effect when you take the damage and then finishes resolving after. It's a little weird. It's like a multi-step superpower. Right. So un- unlike a character like Toad, like I relate it to Toad and Slippery. So if Toad has no power and you attack him, he can then gain the power and use Slippery immediately. Yeah. So this is not the same. So Not yeah. quite, no. Uh, the final innate superpower that we have here with Mr. Fred Dukes is nothing can stop the jugger blob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing can move the blob. This character cannot be pushed or thrown as a result of attack special rules. Another superpower I love. And for a lot of reasons, but first of all, like just thematically, all of this is so great. Everything on this dude's card is just the blob. You know what I mean? Yep. It's perfect. So, Merzane, let me ask you. It's just from attacks. So, yes. superpowers that can throw size three, all of that stuff, totally reasonable. And how do you feel about that? I think that's entirely fair. Um, there's got to be some way to move this guy. Um, so, limiting it to superpowers, which there aren't a whole bunch that do size threes. Right. Um, it makes him really hard to remove for a lot of teams. Uh, like we talked about with Iron Man, like Iron Man can't push him off a point. Sometimes you want to push him off a point, and now you can't push him off a point. Yeah. Well, uh, Iron Man will just Friday AI and roll six dice into his two energy, and then he'll uh, he'll get to reduce by a minimum of one and maybe push him away. Exactly. Depending how how far away he is. So there's like a trade off to these bad typings. Um. And it also means people like Thor aren't throwing them off. Like a primary way people move people is with those pushes and some of those throws on on attacks. And with a lot of characters moving away from having throws on the throw characters on superpowers, it means look at like Rogue and like Colossus. Their their character throws are tied to their spender attacks instead of their superpowers. Yeah. As the game goes on, I think we're going to see more of that, and we're gonna he's going to have more and more protection from more and more characters. Yeah, and just displacing size three, we took it for granted for a long time because we had things like Wakanda that were size unrestricted, and there's there's still a lot of things that can displace larger models, as we discussed with the Sentinels and stuff. However, you have to do a little more work to to do that, and so I feel like having a character that has no attacks pushed or thrown is really interesting because, like you said, Thor... There's plenty of other characters that have pushes in their attacks. I mean, Shuri is going to hate this. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I, I really like this little bit of a thing and and find it to be very interesting 
in how they they approached it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think one of the strengths of big characters is being difficult to move, right? Like, yep. what's the point of being size five if everyone can move you around? Exactly. Uh, I, I like that direction. I like um, I, I like the idea of some of these big boys like Blob being the characters that move people too. Yeah. Like, I love his design of like cannonball onto a point, don't get moved, and just play keep away with everything that yeah. tries to come to that point. Yeah. Like, and his whole his whole goal is to just stand there and and laugh at you as you try to score. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like that that is exactly what this character is. He is a scoring machine of just look, I'm just gonna chill. I'm I'm only three threats, so I'm not costing you a huge investment. And you're gonna have to deal with me. And when you deal with me, I'm dealing with you a little bit, but not in the same way that other characters deal with you. You know what I mean? Like I just I, I think it's it's just wonderful design. And and this is one where uh, if you look at kind of the conversation around crisis protocol right now and and there's some frustrations out there and you look at a character like this and you're like no nah, they still got it they still got it <laughs> yeah for real like all these every single time i see a new character come out i'm just like that feels like the character yeah um there are a couple things if you don't mind i want to kind of go over with this with these powers that are a little bit weird for new players that they may not catch on first go uh yeah let's let's do that but before you jump into that i do want to say Nothing changes on his injured side. So true. There you go. Yeah, he is the exact same healthy or injured, which I think is good. Yep. Exactly. Not every character needs to change. I, I agree. I agree. But uh, go ahead with what you expect for new players to struggle with. There's two things. The first is going to be uh, with haha that tickles. Of course, it says you can push any size. Um, I saw some discussion about pushing sentinels. Um, keep in mind, there are characters like sentinels that say you cannot push them with superpowers. This is a superpower. So Sentinels can't be pushed. Dormammu can be pushed because he doesn't have that power So because it does push size five. But be careful when you're trying to push characters. Make sure that they can still be pushed with superpowers. Absolutely. I believe uh, Juggernaut's the other one you can't push right now. Yes, because of his helmet. So you can do it on his injured side, but on his healthy side, the helmet prevents him from being pushed by superpowers. Yep, exactly. Uh, the other one is... This one actually got me. Uh, sometimes stuff like Malekith's ferocity will give an attack, will, will sort of give an attack a power, right? So ferocity says uh -huh. you get to move, make an attack, and if that attack does damage, you can throw. The attack is not doing the throw. The superpower is doing the throw. So ferocity attack can actually move the blob. Mm -hmm. uh, so the only thing this protects against is stuff like blobs wild push if it is a special rule that is on the attack it protects against that but if there's something else giving it this property it's probably not going to protect uh, be protected right so as an example when you look at like juggernaut his attack has a push on it or and the one that i think is a little bit more interesting is i think hulk is a character that you see kind of regularly these days and when you look at Hulk, a lot of what you do with Hulk is Hulk smash when you have an opportunity to kind of try to double up on a throw and a stagger, punch a dice, all that stuff, right? So if you Hulk smash yeah. into Blob, you will not be able to throw him if you roll that wild trigger. So I think that's an interesting example. 
Exactly. Yeah. You, you can throw him with his superpower. Yeah. Uh, the strongest one there is, or the strongest Avenger, whichever one. The strongest one there is. Uh, yeah. But you can't use Hulk smash and you can't use a strike to push him either. Yep. Exactly. So be careful. Like there's like we said, there's ways to move him, but you got to be careful with those ways. And if you're thinking he's safe from something, you just double check the card, make sure it's not something giving them that power. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, it's really interesting with, with when you think about, again, design and, and interesting kind of patterns and stuff like that. Like a character like Hulkbuster is very strong energy attack and it's six dice. But if you end up messing up the, the dice roll and not through any fault of your own or whatever, you're not going to get the push and you're potentially going to get pushed away short. So like, I just, I love that. I love, I love the way this character is designed. I really do. Mm-hmm. Just, just as fun. This is just a fun character. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I expect him to see some, some good play. There's some locals that are really excited for him. I'm really excited for him. Like, I don't need to see Pyro to think I want this box just oh. because Blob looks like so much fun. hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. So let's talk about places where we think Blob's going to fit in. And, you know, obviously we don't know, but I would say we're at like 99. Wait, has the affiliation thing been updated with the blob and pyro yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not updated on where I'm looking at him, so probably not. Okay, so I think uh, we can all assume that him and pyro both are going to be brotherhood. So I'm going to operate under that assumption. I think brotherhood is a extremely natural fit for the blob. I think that. The interesting thing about Brotherhood with Magneto, you're starting to see, we don't know what, what Pyro is going to be. He could be a three. He could be a four. He could be a two. We don't know. But with Magneto being six, and now you've got a two threat toad, a three threat blob, a three threat mystique, you're getting into some pretty wide territory, I think, with the Magneto-led Brotherhood, which I think could be very interesting. Yeah, and I mean, even outside of Magneto-led Brotherhood, think about a super-wide Mystique list. Like, That's That was Mystique's, my next move. Like, yeah. Sam Spam-style Mystique lists all of a sudden with all these really high-value characters. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Brotherhood being sort of this tentpole affiliation, right? Like, Magneto's the big boy. And like, there's a couple other big ones. Like, there's, you know, obviously... Scarlet Witch and Juggernaut are up there, but I like that they're being populated with a lot of like twos and threes. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe a smattering of fours. Cause I feel like that's where they're going to be like, they're going to do their best work is getting your big leader and then a bunch of minions to go fight for you. Right. Right. Well, it, it's interesting because when you think about like diversity of affiliation and whatnot, right. And we can always look at something like Avengers and Cabal as like your two most diverse affiliations because literally everything's in each of them kind of a thing, you know, good guys versus bad guys, whatever. But when I think of like outside of those two, Brotherhood is probably the most diverse and versatile affiliation in terms of choice afforded to the player when it comes to list building, squad building, roster building, all of that stuff because of the extremely varied choices they have and the way that you have certain tech pieces within the Brotherhood affiliation, like the Blob, is clearly a tech piece. You're not going to want him 
every single game. But in the right matchups, on the right scenarios, and someone out there is probably saying, well, what are those, Will? I, I don't exactly know because we don't have them on the tabletop yet, but I would say something like a Gamma, a Demons, a, a Intrusions, where you're going to just have some clumps, you know, somewhere where you can kind of direct the fight to around an area, I think is where Blob's going to be the most useful. I probably wouldn't play him into Guardians of the Galaxy. I could say something like that, you know, something like Convocation, I might not play him into with all the Mystic and stuff. But that's a choice that you have to make as a player through experience. But but either way, back to the original point, I think Brotherhood has like these different little tech pieces that you can just apply at the right time and and be able to to say, okay, well, I'm I'm playing Brotherhood and my opponent has to account for my Magneto. And then all of a sudden I drop a six wide Mystique lead and you're like, oh crap. Yep. Yeah, Brotherhood's shaping up to be really cool. Yeah. I really love the direction they're going with this affiliation. It is. I'm excited to see Pyro because, like, I think if Pyro is what I want him to be, then it would just be, like, the icing on the cake. Like, I'm not going to switch to Brotherhood or anything like that. This is not my jam. But it would be like, oh, man, like, just, it would reinforce this argument so much. (laughs) So. I've considered Brotherhood a few times. I mean, it's it's intriguing, it's enticing, and it's one of those things where our, our buddy Matt, uh, one absolute out there, shout out to Matt, he's played Brotherhood for a long time, and his thing that he was doing was a mystique Brotherhood with Nick Fury and everything, and I think that like the blob and all of that kind of plays into this even more, and I think it's something that could be revisited and be really interesting, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't remind me about that list. I built, he, he was, he's handed me my first, he handed me my first tournament loss in Tennessee and then I had to build an entire roster to stop him. And he still <laughs> almost beat me again. Yeah. And, and he's abandoned it now. Cause he was like, yeah, it's not, it's not as good as I thought it was. It's like, man, it is good. It is good. So where else do you feel like that blob could splash for you? Pun intended. <laughs> Honestly, I, I kind of was intrigued by the thought of him in the classic Wakanda wave, right? Like, Oh, yeah. I feel like he's a good kind of sit on the back, bring no matter the cost. So you're threatening this thunderous splash on the middle point or the, even the back point at some some point. And at 15 threat games with where you usually play the Wakanda wave, for, for those who don't know, Wakanda wave uses Black Panther, Shuri, and Okoye on gamma shelters at 15. So that gives you six points of outside influence to work with. And you typically take tech pieces that either control or are hard to control. Uh, he's a little bit of both. So at a three threat, you get another three threat. And like, you get to like a Gwen who's pure control mm-hmm. or um, maybe you could take Valkyrie was, a, was an old, old one because of her throw. She's not anymore, but you could still take something like her. Um, or a Miles. And I think he fits really well in there just because he's got control options. Yeah. Um, and being able to sit on the middle point and on a low threat game where there might not be a whole lot of tools to deal with them, just to hold that point and push people off passively with, haha, that tickles. Right. Um, I, I think that that could potentially open up some new gameplay avenues and some new matchups for that list specifically. Um, 
maybe just Wakanda in general. Um, and especially because he can spend power to re-roll for those wilds on his uh on his attacks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, I, I think that there's one spot that really stands out, and I think it's kind of a catch-all. You could say it's a catch-all and the obvious spot, but like I'm gonna say it anyways. Kingpin Terminal Syndicate. Yep. I mean, that just just do it. I think it is really good. <laughs> And and you will not be disappointed because he's going to count as two and then from attacks and stuff can't be moved. So you're just stuck there with a blob. Oh, and by the way, when you attack him, hashtag get wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's a, I, he's another one I thought about. He's just super, super hard to deal with in that list. Yes. And remember that the short movement tool is longer than the range two tool. So if you are base to base with the blob and he uses that tickles, you will not be in range if your only attack is range two and you're mm-hmm. not like backstopped, all that stuff, right? Like if he can move you the full distance, you're screwed. Yeah. And the bigger the base, the further you're going. Exactly. So, so keep that in mind when you're trying to go into blob and especially on Kingpin criminal syndicate, I mean, Ooh, I feel like that's, it just seems so good. It seems so good. Oh yeah. I, 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 I anticipate seeing him in some criminal syndicate lists. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not happy about it. I'm just prepared for it. Not even a little bit. And uh, another one that I think that he's interesting in and follow me on this Sentinels. I, I think he's, kind of interesting with sentinels being able to to gain the power after the sentinels days i think is really solid you know or after they do some dazing and then having a character that can just hang out on a point and score i think is is going to be really solid for the sentinels as a whole yeah i could see that uh i'm going to especially because he's their size five and he can he has two ways to push any size. So he's just a super good control piece against uh, even other Sentinels. Thunder yeah. Splash can move Sentinels. Uh, tickles can't. Splash can. Yeah. You can't tickle a Sentinel, but you can splash on him. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could just, I'm just imagining a Sentinel going, I cannot comprehend the tickles. <laughs> These tickles do not compute. Yes. No, no, behind the knee, no tickle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Commencing tickle precautions. Commencing restraint tickles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sentinels just want to cuddle and and give you tickles. That's all they want to do. That's all they want to do. It is the mutants are the best cuddlers and ticklers. Clearly, clearly. So, I mean, Blob confirms it, right? He does. He does. (laughs) So what what else do you got as as another kind of last last thing? Because and and look, I think Blob is kind of he can go a lot of places. So these are just a couple of examples. Oh yeah, I think he's an interesting tech piece in a lot of lists. He's a very splashable character. Pun intended. Pun intended. Um, I I actually really thought the first place I thought would be really funny is a way to make Cyclops led X Men pretty cool because people can help him pay for thunderous splash, so he still has power to do like haha that tickles and stuff. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting, like, he stays back for a turn or even like round one on something like a, um, like a gamma shelter, being able to just like 
splash right onto the middle objective as like the last activation oh my without gosh. having to spend like no matter the cost could be really funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like, did the blob just unlock Cyclops? That would be very funny. It would be. It'd be really, that'd be funny and fun all rolled into one. Yep. I love it. I love it. So that is the blob. So Merzane, with our last topic of the day, we have kind of an interesting discussion coming up here, I think. And it's one that uh, I think is going to, let's just see how it goes. So we have season nine of the TTS League coming up very soon. And I feel like, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like this is really soon after season eight just ended, right? Usually there's a, a pretty big gap, I feel like, between the seasons. Have you gotten the, the sense that this is very soon as well? Uh, yes. In fact, um, the original idea was to wait until the new year because it came at such a weird time. But we put it up to a community vote and the majority was, yeah, let's do it now and do finals over Christmas or not Christmas, but the holidays. Um, and so that's what we rolled with. Um, but it did create a lot of, there's a lot of whiplash, right? Like we just, we're just now getting off season eight. And now we're staring down the barrel of season nine. Yeah. And when season nine was first announced, there was definitely a little like, you know, questions in some of the decision-making and I'm not saying questioning those that make the decision, but just kind of like a, what, you know, why this versus why that. And part of that led to me kind of feeling personally like, Hey, this might be a time to take off from the league. And, and it like, I've, I've been enjoying the leagues. I've been enjoying playing, but I've got this local thing I'm trying to do. I've got, the, the podcast I'm working on, I'm, I'm working on so many other things. And then just outside of, you know, HPP, MCP stuff, I also have just real life stuff going on. And so I was like, oh, well, I was already lukewarm on doing another league, especially this fast. So some of the initial rules, and I keep saying initial for a reason, some of the initial rules, I was like, cool, I'll sit this one out and and feel okay about it. But, Merzane, we have an update to the yeah, rules. we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, functionally, it looks like that this is going to be a much more casual-centric league from, from just my initial interpretations. And for those of you interested, you can find the league announcements tab under the Marvel Crisis Protocol for TTS Discord channel. And it'll have all of this information for you. If you need access to that Discord, shoot me a message, Facebook, email, uh, housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com, or via Discord already if you're not in the TTS Discord and you want to be. Just send me a, a message and I'll send you a link over to it so you can get in there and check it all out. But under the League Announcements tab is where all of this is happening. And at first, they had said the initial thing was, you could not change your lists at any point once they were initially submitted. You mm-hmm. and then and that included cuts, which I I really didn't like that. And then secondly was it was what was 
released at the time was the only things available, not like spoiled things and stuff like that. And I think that that was for a very specific reason of things getting added into the mod is not always a smooth and easy process. So I understand a little bit of that. And then what was the other thing, Merzane, that was kind of like a big deal? Oh, yeah, Challenge. Challenge, yeah. We were going to use Challenge instead of... uh, For for a little bit of um, context, Tabletop TO is closing soon. Uh, The guy that was running it doesn't want to run it anymore. Um, So that website is being shut down and will no longer be usable unless someone picks up the mantle, but that's not something we're aware of yet. You know, we don't know if that's going to happen. We got a plan in case it doesn't happen. So instead, we needed to find a new um, tournament organizing software, and the decision was made to go to Challenge. Um, contrary to what a lot of people in the community might have wanted, which would be Longshanks. Um, won't get into all that. But uh, that was the other big change that was kind of weighing on people. Yeah, so I, I don't know anything about challenge or anything like that i i I don't know what that is versus longshanks i know what longshanks is because i've used it a lot so i'm comfortable with longshanks so so anyways those were some big changes and i was going to take the opportunity to not play and and just you know focus on my local stuff however we now have some changes so They are going to let lists be completely open, as I understand it, right? Like, you can change it week to week if you want. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, initially that was only going to be for cuts. You could, um, in cuts, there was no list locking. And now it's everything. Which cuts is going to maybe change. There's there's already a discussion that we, we might change that. But now, no list locking. No mid-season changes because you can just change every week. Nice. And I got to say, I kind of like that. And that's what I meant earlier when I said I think it's more casual friendly is that if uh, you're just a new player and and you didn't like whatever it is you put together in your roster, you're not locked into playing that. You are able to completely rewrite it top to bottom right away. And I think that that is really nice and a really nice way to if someone's on the fence about whether or not to get into real life MCP, this gives them an opportunity to say, all right, I'm going to try something different all six weeks, see what, what gels with me, see what I like, you know, okay. I like, I, I like, uh, the brotherhood as an example. Like I like Magneto. So I'm going to put Magneto in here and I'm going to try to place in brotherhood. So I'm going to start with it like this. And then this next week, I'm going to try this adding in that and stuff like that. I think that that's really good for the community side of it and and bringing in in new blood and new vitality to what has become it's fun i don't want to stagnant is not the right word but it's definitely become less like it's mersane what am i trying to say it's less new and shiny and exciting and more yeah here's the next league yeah and I think this is a way to keep it fresh and interesting, and even for, for players like you and me that have been doing it for a while and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm very much excited to, to see that. So anyways, Merzane, are you playing in the league this, this season? 
Now, if you had asked me uh, five hours ago before this announcement was released, I would have told you no. Uh, for the purpose, for, for two reasons. One, I was already a little burnt out. Not burnt out, maybe, necessarily, but like but like you said, kind of wanting a break. You know, been yeah. doing it since season two. Um, Going to be bumping up into holidays and other stuff coming up. And I've been a lot busier in real life. Just got a new puppy I got to worry about. So games are a little bit harder to plan. Um. So I was already considering not, but then when it was announced that we would be list locking for six straight weeks, it was a hard no because I just wasn't, I'm not interested in playing with the same list for six weeks. Uh, I can barely play the same list uh, two times in a row um, <laughs> before I'm like, yeah, I already want to make a change to it. Yeah. Uh, and like a tournament is one thing when you're playing it like five or six times in a row in one day. Um, right. I'm only thinking about it the one day, maybe two days if it's like a Nash con and it goes on two days and just cuts. Um, but with the league, you got to think about your list for six straight weeks. Um, if you've only got one and I'm not going to, I'm not going to think about the same list for six weeks and think it's still cool. I'm going to want to change it. Um, right. So that was the deciding factor for me. And now that that's changed to what I, what I personally wanted, which is the full, the full unlocking, the unlocking, if you will, um, <laughs> I'm a little torn. I kind of want to play some Sentinels, um, but I'm not sure uh, if I do, which I'm probably 90% not doing it uh, just because I already had my heart set on not doing it. And like I said, the puppy kind of came up. Blah, 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 blah. Um, if I do, I'm not pursuing cuts. I'm just going to be playing around with Sentinels and having fun games with people. So it won't be like previous leagues where I'm, you know, gunning with a goal, it's going to be, yeah, let's just, let's just use it as matchmaking basically. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you there, but whereas like it, for me, like you, I was hard. No, when they came out with some of the original things and you know, that's fine. And, and if you were, were pro that stuff, that's also fine. Like it, it, it just, just our opinion. And if you were like, yeah, they should have list lock the whole time. Cool. Like that's fine. Like it's just, not for me. And like you said, Merzane, it's it's different from a, a one-day event or two-day event where you're locked into something, but that's you said all that. But now that these changes have come about, I'm definitely more 50-50 on it. And, and I'll probably decide kind of last minute whether or not I want to dive deep down in it. Uh, yep. Kind of like that Nine Inch Nails song, I was up above it. I'm down in it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. And part of the reason why is like you, I would just want to jam some games, goof off, have some fun, make some new friends, and, and kind of just, just play around more than anything. I, I, would, I don't want the stress of trying to pursue cuts also during the holidays and all of that stuff. And then additionally, I've already got a slow grow league here locally so I have to make sure I make time to get my games in for that and since our local league night is Tuesday nights and I work Tuesday nights that means I have to find the time somewhere else during the week to get my game in so that precludes me from having Saturdays as an example to be able to play my TTS league match so I'll have to you know so I have to balance that in that way right and so mm -hmm. TTS would take a backseat to local stuff, which, uh, you know, I also, but I also don't want to deprive 
uh, online opponent of a matchup that they signed up for and that they want. So it's it's trying to see if I can make that balance work. So yeah. there's that. The reason that I would want to play, though, is very simply I want to practice with Sentinels more because I'm taking them to Warfare Weekend in about three weeks. So I want to get some practice in with them. And then additionally, I am planning on running them at a tournament we're having locally at the end of our uh, Slow Grow League. So I want to be able to have some more practice with them leading up to that as well. And the TTS is a very good way to get that practice in and try to mold and morph the list and to see what really works. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I kind of feel a lot of that, like real life stuff is going to take precedence for me. And then like not wanting the stress of holidays and stuff. Exactly. I, I just kind of, I, I like playing the game and it's nice to get a game a week guaranteed. If you're able to like make it work in the league. Yep. Um, and that's one of the primary things I like about it. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, see. That's it. That's it. we'll see for me. So Merzane, I think the question on a lot of the suits minds out there, because uh, our TTS special reports are very well received, and at least from the people that say that they like them. So, <laughs> the people that tell us it's well received. The people that tell us it's well received. Thank you. Uh, but also, so I think that uh, people are wondering what does this mean for the TTS special report? And I'm happy to say that we've kind of come up with an interesting solution, right, Merzane? I believe so. I think it's going to be. Uh... A nice uh, middle ground. Yeah, and a bit of a change of pace, but I think it's going to be fun. So basically, what we're going to do is take submissions from the community. Send us your list. Send us your opponent's list. And we will analyze it in the style of the TTS special report. You know, maybe say, hey, th these are what are these decisions? Maybe this is how we would play this. Maybe this is what we would think about going into this matchup, you know. Maybe this is like that or like, you know, whatever. And if you have like a, hey, this character's in this list for this reason, include that when you send it to us and, and all of that fun stuff. And we'll go over, we'll kind of pick and choose and have some fun and and try to, you know, help people take a look at their list building a little bit, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll also be good to analyze lists uh, that aren't directly from our brains. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's easier to analyze a list when, you know, you have or like a matchup when you've had half the input. Um, yeah. So it'll also be a good challenge for us. Um, I will say if you do submit a list, uh, particularly if you have weird stuff in it, like if you've got like a very strange combo you're trying to push, uh, send us a little bit of insight on that. Um, so we don't miss that kind of stuff. Like if there's a core three people you want to use all the time, send us that, you know, or, hey, I'm, I'm trying to play Valkyrie in every single list, and I have five different affiliations in this list, and they can all play Valkyrie, and that's the whole reason I'm bringing this list. Let us know that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you're wondering where you can submit this list to us, so the best, most bestest place is via direct messages to me on Discord at HPP underscore Will on all the major TTS Discord or the fan server Discord, or obviously if you're a part of our House Party Protocol Discord, which can confirm the chillest, the illest, the realest, the thrillest 
most bestest awesome Discord around. If you're part of that Discord, you can send me a message through there. And just a, a direct message is the best way to kind of keep things organized, I think. So you can send that to me. I'll forward it to Merzane. All fun stuff there. And if you're interested in how to get into the House Party Protocol Discord server, you can check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol. And for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year, you can get access to our Discord server over there and come in and chill and chat and have a good time. Lots of roster building discussions, lots of just general discussions. We've been talking about some Overwatch 2 lately, so all kinds of fun stuff happening over there. Uh, really chill, friendly place, which I, I really love that. So check that out. But again, direct messages on Discord. And also, you can send me direct messages on Facebook as well. That is an option for you. And basically what... We're going to do, Merzane, I, I, I don't want to put words into your mouth here, but we're just going to kind of take a look at some of them and see which one we think is the most interesting and, and go from there. So it's, there's not really any rhyme or reason why we pick one over the other, other than we think it'll be an interesting discussion. Yeah, or easiest. You know, sometimes <laughs> you may send me things that'll break my brain, and I'm like, look, man, <laughs> you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't put this much pressure on it. It's fragile. Exactly, exactly. So... You know, it's it's not like a contest or anything like that. And uh, you know, if you if you don't get your list read on one instance, you might get it on another one. And and this might be something we do a little bit more of going forward because I think it's interesting and and fun to kind of talk about what the community's doing and everything. So so I'm I'm excited to do that. And and that'll be our TTS special reports going on during season nine of the TTS League. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merzane, I think that about wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Well, I do have one small announcement, and I think this is a pretty pretty cool thing here. So I reached out to Battle Kiwi recently. I don't know if you know who they are, but uh, they make yeah. really awesome like um, uh, storage things, and like they have this thing called a Battle Box that is really really amazing and it's basically like it comes with it's got like a design on the top and it comes with character trays that you can use to organize your characters they fit sleeved like top loaders character cards and then they it has like a token tray and a thing for all your movement tools all this stuff all in this nice compact thing called a battle box i I love it. It's really cool. One of my locals, the guy I'm actually playing in the Slow Girl League, Stamps, he has one, and I've just continually gushed over it. So finally, I was like, you know what? I'd like to get one. So I reached out to them, and I said, hey, is there any chance you guys could get the House Party Protocol logo on top of one of these? And they said yes. Ooh. Yes. So they put... The, my house party protocol logo on top of my battle kiwi box so check out our facebook page i'm going to post a picture of it but that's on top of the battle box and also found out they're fans of the show so shout out to oliver over there at and all the guys and gals at battle kiwi uh i can't say how much like appreciative i am of, of the support like it's amazing i really appreciate that but also they wanted to hook up the HPP listeners with a 10% discount code. It's one-time use, so if you if 
the, the only you only get to use it one time when you order from their website. So keep that in mind. But it's very simple. It's Party Kiwi. So P-A-R-T-Y-K-I-W-I. So it'll be a 10% off discount code from anything over there. One-time use per customer at BattleKiwi.com. Check the link in the description to this podcast. To, but it's Party Kiwi. And yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful and appreciative that they did that. And I'm really glad to share that with the community. And I highly recommend their stuff. It's, it's really nice. And another little nice subtle thing is it comes with all the magnets pre-installed to like keep everything together. And this thing is rock solid. Like I was surprised yeah. at how solid it is. Yeah. Uh, our friend from Nashville, Brad has one and it looks cool and I've been meaning to get one. So, um, maybe, uh, maybe now I'm going to have to see if I can get one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm really, really happy for that. And I'm glad to share that with the community and, and everything, like I said. So, uh, Merzane, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on various discords, like the TTS discord, uh, the HPP discord and stuff. If you want to message me, I'm Merzane, M-E-R-Z-A-I-N. Uh, and also on the Gamers Guild podcast. And occasionally, just occasionally, Nate lets me on the YouTube show. Oh, uh, only every once in a while, though. Only every He only lets me out of the podcasting dungeon um, on very special occasions. <laughs> so uh, you can find me on there. Um, and if you want to message me, just message me and ask me questions. People do it all the time. It's fun. Yes, exactly. Definitely do that. Merzane's a good, good person, good pillar of the community if you will. And uh, yeah, suits. So uh, some of y'all have probably been wondering where the YouTube content is. Don't worry. It's coming. It's getting all worked on. Just trying to find the time, you know, time is of the essence. Come with me if you want to live type stuff, you know, all of that. So don't worry. That stuff's on its way. Uh, again, also check out the merch store. You can uh, find the link in the description there. More designs coming. And then I've got some really fun things in the works that I can't, I, I'm, I'm kind of, why, why am I telling you this? It's definitely to keep you coming back, but also like there's some cool stuff going to be happening with House Party Protocol, and I'm excited for that. And, and it's just some more fun things to give out into the community and whatnot. And Merzane, speaking of giveaways, we do have to come up with our final secret code word before we pull the winner of this giveaway. And I don't know about you, but I think splash is definitely the word. Splash or jugger blob? <laughs> okay, suits. Either one, send us Splash or Juggerblob, but you're only going to get credit for one. Send us Splash or Juggerblob, and that will be your secret code word for the Sentinels giveaway. Go check out our Facebook page over there and facebook.com slash Protocol podcast, I think. <laughs> and uh, go check out the pinned post over there. That's our giveaway. And make sure you leave a comment there and then send us all of the secret code words that you can get your hands on. And you'll get some bonus entries. And like I said just a few minutes ago, check out our Patreon if you want to support the show. Patreon.com slash House Party Protocol. It's really only there to help pay for the online media hosting and to help pay for giveaways and stuff like that. You can check that out. So I would really greatly appreciate that. And I can say to all the suits out there that are part of that Patreon program, I'm severely gracious for for everything and i hope that i am constantly providing value to not only the ones that support via patreon but to everyone 
that gives me their time. I, I hope that you are are getting value out of this and enjoying this and uh, loving some MCP and HPP along with it. So, uh, yeah, and then send us emails, housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. And I think that's everything. Yeah, that's everything. Know. That's a lot. I feel like a checklist is in order. You need to have, like, one on your desk. I, you know, I should, but I feel like that the, the suits appreciate that I just shoot from the hip all the time. I don't know if they appreciate that or not. But. <laughs> so, anyways, Merzane, thank you very much for joining me. Suits, thank you very much for listening. Party on, Merzane. Party on, Will. And power down, Suits. Suits.